Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of Retro Rewind. Today, this starts the series known as Developer Spotlight, in which we do no extra work and no extra research, but we like to look through a list of games from a certain developer. Thank God we picked small ones. Please, come inside. That's what she said. And that sets the tone. Okay, so uh, as we've teased in the last couple episodes, this is something we wanted to take as kind of a palate cleanser from doing the once per year thing. We had recorded an episode where we went through and talked about all the ones we did for the year. Then we found it monumentally boring. Well, it was awful. Absolutely awful. Like, I realized that the quality of uh, what we release might not be top tier, but the stuff we don't release is way worse. Mm, yeah. You don't want to hear uh, that at all. Yeah, we've, we've had, what, two or three aborted shows? Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, what we did was Craig picked a developer, and he was going to be selfish, and I was like, but I want to pick as well. And then we got into a fight, and we both got tired of slapping each other, so we decided I'll pick one developer, and he'll pick one developer. Mm. Uh, the developer I picked is what we're going to start with because... Because... No, and no, there is a reason. Oh, it's what was the reason? It, because the developer that I picked had three games and the one that you picked had four games, so it was easier to alternate ah. between the two. There you go. See? That's yeah. why Craig's better. Exactly. So, I picked the Behemoth, and so that means we have to start with Alien Hominid, a truly divisive game among polled people of this podcast. Mm. Now... Just a little bit of history. So the Behemoth doesn't really have a history before Alien Hominid. Alien Hominid was a flash game on Newgrounds, and evidently it got so popular it hit 20 million downloads mm -hmm. or plays. I guess not downloads. So they decided, hey, it would be really cool if we just started a studio and we released this on console. Uh, so the creators, Tom Fulp and Dan Paladin, which is the coolest name in the world that we had a conversation about but we weren't recording and it <laughs> long story short Craig didn't know what a paladin was well what can I say I've never played a game where that was a class choice he was too busy crushing puss to play nerdy things like Dungeons and Dragons you see yep am I, am I, okay yep see alright that's what it was uh, so yes Tom Fulp and Dan Paladin created a, the company the Behemoth, then they released Alien Hominid in 2004 across a multitude of systems. This pretty much hit everything, which is oddly when I picked it up. I did pick it up at launch because I saw the cover and went, well, that looks different. And um, the rest will happen on the next episode because I don't want to tell you the whole story of the Behemoth because this first episode. So, Craig, you have a long and storied history with Alien Hominid. I have an absolute, a huge history. I can't tell you. In one episode, the amount of history I have with this, it's the biggest history. Like, no other history has been bigger than the Well, history. let's do it in episode installments. Let's start in 1979. Oh, I, I, I was being completely and utterly disingenuous and sarcastic uh, because I have no history with the alien element. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, uh, Craig, did you know this game existed? before we had this little podcast. No, I did not. I 
I knew of this studio's uh, more recent releases. I didn't know about this at all. So what was it? Was it Castle Crashers? Was it Castle Battle Crashers? Block? Yeah, Castle Crashers. Was, okay. Castle Crashers just looks cute and fun, and it's it's great running about. So I can't wait to play that. Well, we'll have to see how this first episode goes. We may end up, you know, killing this one. Um, yeah, that's true. As well. Uh, okay, so uh, Alien Hominid is a run-and-gun shooter in the style of Contra, or even sort of Rolling Thunder. Uh, it's very much a one-hit jump kind of shooter. There aren't really bullets flying everywhere, but when they do fly, they fly fast. So this is very much a twitch action run-and-gun. Uh, what sets Alien Hominid apart the most was, well, this was an independent game like long before the uh, independent game wave hit. Uh, I played this on PS2 uh, back then, and now I own it on GameCube and PS2. Uh, Craig, how did you play it? I played the original Flash or Flash-interpreted version on um, Newgrounds, but it was, you know, Flash isn't alive anymore, so it was a some sort of converted HTML5 thing or something like that. And then Actually, I, had a shot. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, Flash is dead. Uh, as of December of this year, 2020, just if you're listening in 2024, you know, historically, uh, we're old episodes, um, Flash will be completely dead. It will be not supported by anyone anywhere ever. Should I stop downloading Macro Media yeah. Shockwave oh Player? Dave, you should have done that in 1997. Um, well, the Wild Tangent said it needed it to work. Anyway, uh, anyway, anyway, um, the fuck was it? Right, okay, yeah, so I played the, the, <laughs> the, the Newground version and also the Xbox 360 stroke on Xbox One version. Oh, yeah, uh, this has been HD-ified, mm-hmm. but, um, strangely, like, like, this is the game while Alien Hominid appears in a multitude of other games, I believe including Super Meat Boy. Um, Mm -hmm. the actual little alien guy, this game doesn't get the same love that Castle Crashers and Battle Block do. Yeah, because it's worse. Yeah, I I always wondered why. (laughs) Like, like, oh, hey, what, did everybody forget about Alien Hominid? Um, And it turns out it was kind of good to be left behind uh, because I think Castle Crashers and Battle Block still maintained their this is a good game worth playing. Whereas uh, I ran into some trouble with Alien Hominid this time, and this is probably the maybe third time that I finished it. Uh, So, Craig, since you're the newbie to this, Uh uh, why don't you explain your process of playing Animal Hominid? Animal Hominid? Oh, dear. Mm -hmm. I realized I said it, and then I decided to just go with it. It's okay. We'll just brush by it, and no one will notice. Uh, So I played Animal Hominid uh, in the usual (laughs) way. In which I started it, and in run and gun fashion, my first port of call is to find somewhere where I can hide on screen and just shoot, and no one hurts me. But that that doesn't happen. Um, it's on the flash version a terribly horrifically terrible control scheme. Um, for me, be it, as it turns out, being a European, up is not jump. Up is just aim up vaguely. Um and a how God intended. Well, you say that, but 
up should be jump. Because... Name me one good game with up as jump. It's it's not so much. It's not so much that the argument is if I press left, my character moves left. If I press right, my character moves right. If I press down, my character ducks. So why doesn't the fourth button in that sequence up move the character? The fourth button just look you know it just aims up because unlike uh, most of the rest of the world doesn't have the extra finger that Europeans are known to have. So when it comes time to say platform and jump, it's kind of difficult to hit up and then over, especially on a D-pad, because you guys do have that extra thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, no good game has ever had up as jump, ever, ever. I like, I quite and like there's a reason. Jump. I mean, I like up as jump, but at the end of the day, like we meet boy or something, you couldn't have up as jump. It'd be it'd be a horror show. But for some strange reason, for this, it, it just killed me. Well, see, that should be our standard. Can we do it in Meat Boy? If yes, <laughs> good game. If bad, well, it's been uh, like like to bring up the the fair, since since we're, we're recent Meat Boy people, the difference between Meat Boy and my love of Meat Boy and this and my hate of Alien Hominid is not anything to do with what button jump is. It's to do with the fact that you have to shoot people. And it's fucking um, difficult. Craig, legendary pacifist in the world of video games, yeah. has a problem with shooting FBI agents. They, they're um, everywhere. They just they're, they're everywhere. they are everywhere. And later on, it's the Russians that are everywhere. Uh, okay, so um, I normally don't have a section for story, but we should have a section because, especially when we get into super massive giant happy games, um, there will definitely need a section for story. So uh, in this, it's very simple. You're out there floating around. You get shot down. The FBI comes and steals your aircraft, spaceship, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And through a hijinks kind of adventure, the Russians end up with it. And once you kill them, then you can go back to space by sucking up three fat kids out of a truck and taking them with you. Um, That is the ending. Okay, so so let's let's break this down a little bit. Uh, In terms of gameplay, this is very hard. It's Um, very, very hard. And I don't think it needs to be as hard as it is. And this isn't me saying it should be easier, but there are things that make it harder. Um, I don't know if this is due to it coming from Flash, but the jumping is really wonky. It is not what you would call tight. Like, it's very floaty. And that's not what you want in a run-and-gun game. You want nice, snappy movements. Uh, They do do some things to alleviate. Like, if you hit down and triangle on PlayStation, I don't know what it is on anything else, uh, you can burrow under the ground and then grab people and yank them under the ground and it instantly kills them. We'll talk about animations later because... Um... But you don't have much in terms of, like, defensive vocabulary. Every time you pick up a power-up, you get a one-shot shield. And this is not a one-shot shield against everything. It's just bullets. Which uh, turns out to be a problem because a lot of times enemies will uh, be sliding down a rope from a helicopter. 
and they're not vulnerable until they touch the ground. And now when they touch the ground, it's like they've activated and bam, bullet comes out. So if you're running to go kill somebody, you're going to get shot because the moment they hit the ground, they're firing a bullet. It, it There's a lot of beginner game design problems with this, it feels like, coming from a guy that's never designed a game in his life. <laughs> um, were there any problems for you specifically as to why this didn't work? I think it was... It, there felt like a complete disconnect between what my brain was telling my fingers to make the character do and what was happening. It was the... It was a floaty jump. Not floaty jump. It was just a, an unresponsive jump. Yet coming off of something other platforming that I wouldn't name again, it just didn't feel tight. And... There were too many enemies on screen, so I just, I just bounced massively from the from the very, very start. Like my first 15, 20 minutes of this, I couldn't get past the first wee robot guy that ran across the screen. <laughs> Did like, you figure I, out you're supposed to burrow under it and then pop up? No, I didn't even, I didn't even <laughs> figure out you could do that until I, I, I just jumped down and up and down and up and down and up, shooting its head. And, okay, yeah. And that was it. I, this is... It, I, I feel terrible. I feel terrible that we're at the point where I'm like, I really hated this. I hated this That's entire experience. That's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. I hate you. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, picks. Your, your picks. That's uh-huh. what I meant to say. Right, okay. Uh, we fine. must have got that's cut fine. off there. Um, no, no, no. You're uh, like, even myself a fan of this was kind of taken aback with how sloppy it feels Mm -hmm. now i think we we kind of disagree in terms of i don't think this is bad Mm -hmm. like i was able to finish it mainly due to its forgiving nature in terms of continuing and what stage you start from if i had to like try to one credit clear this i would have punched my kid's head through the wall (laughs) um and then tried to one quarter clear. That's what I do before I try to one credit oh, yeah, clear yeah, things. Yeah. Um, but I still like it. And I had to really sit and think as to, okay, this game is not the best running gun. It's not even really a mediocre. It's kind of a bad running gun. And that kind of leads us as to why I still like this. It's definitely a lesser game to me now. Is it the animation? It's, it's the animation and the charm. Like, like this game... Before a world where Castle Crashers existed, there was nothing like this game. Like, from the stupid little animations at the beginning to the the, the fun character design. to Like, I love the design of, the, I guess, Hominid uh-huh. uh, <laughs> himself. Like, that is a great... You look at it, you know it's an alien, but it doesn't look like any alien you've ever seen before in anything. Um... Then you take that cute little character and you can have him jump on somebody's head and bite their head clean mm-hmm. off and have the little body run around without a head. And then yeah. all the other enemies get scared. It, it, there's so much charm here that it kind of outweighs the bad for me. Did you get on? Because I realized this animation style and this kind of comedy, especially when you get later on, is very divisive. Oh, no. I, I love that side of things. It reminded me a lot of, and this is a weird reference but stitch as in lilo and stitch oh yeah 
you know, I can like see that. completely and utterly homicidal maniac packaged into a tiny cute body. Um, because the first time you jump on an FBI agent and bite their head off, you're like, did, did I just do that? Well, that's amazing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, it's not just that homicidal randomness that's great about this. The actual animation itself, everything about it has a certain charm to it. That Just even explosions on screen or anything, everything feels perfectly cute in its own wee world. So I, I just, I, I love that aspect of it. Just not with this game behind it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, like, even though I've played it before, like the the scene in the beginning where they crash and then you see them loading the UFO onto the ship, and then the little guy walks by with a sign that says "Nothing to see here." Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, yeah, it's still kind of funny. And later on, you know, you fight the giant pudding monster, yeah. and then you, it's just dumb, cartoony humor. Um, I, I find it really charming. Especially with Castle Crashes. Yeah. I know we keep comparing the two, oh, but that really is what most people know these guys for. Um, and the deer that propels itself by shitting, which is also makes me smile. But I, oh. now, the question to you now is, of course, is this a genre thing or is this a game thing? Oh, it's a, it's a genre thing. I think I said to you before, like, platforming, great love it anything like that running gun not so much like i like a bullet hell i like like a twin stick bullet hell type thing there's everything surrounding this bubble that i like but what i don't like is just a platforming running gun like a contra or something like that i just i don't click with it and the big thing is if a game has a mechanic where you can jump and then while you're jumping, shoot downwards. That's just me. I'm done. I'm out. I'm like, really? I just I can't be asked with that. Huh? That that's that's interesting. I just um, I, I just don't. I just I don't get on with it. Well, no, it's fine. I mean, you name checked Contra, which which most people would hold up as this is one of the best in the genre is Contra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's a bad game. I'm just saying I don't like the genre or I don't get on with it. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, I don't think you were like, hot takes here. Craig <laughs> thinks Contra is a terrible game. Um, <laughs> no, but like, uh, because there's a very small divider between something like this and something like Mega Man for me, personally. Mm-hmm. Like... But why does one work for you? Like, if this was slower paced, would that change it? Yeah, I think. Or it's slower pace, less. It you feel very rushed. You always feel like you're shooting left off screen to just kill anyone that might be running in, and then shooting right off screen and left off screen and right off screen and left. It feels very sloppy. Whereas Mega Man feels more purposeful. It feels like. You know what you're doing through each bit of the screen. You know you're going up and shoot. You know what I mean? It's there's yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's definitely the hectic nature of co- yeah. enemies constantly rushing you, as opposed to. I felt like at one point, if I just stood there and shot left, I would never progress in the game. Right. Shoot and right. I, you move to the right. 
Okay. No, but I mean, like, you know, you shoot left and shoot right. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm okay, just meaning, yeah. like, I felt like at some point, if I just stood and shot enemies, I wouldn't get anywhere, and I wouldn't... It, it wouldn't... What am I trying to say? It just feels hectic and unordered and not on purpose. Okay, no, I know. I, so, so, like, you prefer when enemy placement is very deliberate to offer a certain challenge because yeah, of the enemy yeah. placement, not the sheer numbers of it. Exactly. Exactly. Like, okay. I, I, w- I would love it if it was just a kind of practice. I'm going to shoot up there. I'm going to shoot. Like, you know what I'm like with games? It's very procedural. This would turn it into Beat Saber. It would be a 2D platform in Beat Saber <laughs> or something like that. Well,. Like, we, we've done a game like this in the past far, far less hectic than this. But something like Rolling Thunder. Yeah. Rolling Thunder was ex- exactly every level the enemies came in at the same point. So if you went, if you repeated levels, you would know, I'm going to go up there, I'm going to shoot this, I'm going to shoot this, I'm going to shoot this. It's very cool. This just feels sloppy. Okay. I no like 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 I would also describe not for the same reason necessarily but yeah sloppy's a good good word for the game or messy I guess mm-hmm. like it, it's there's a lot of charm here there's a lot of uh, fun to be had but it is messy fun like you're there's times where you're gonna get hit and you're like look that ah that wasn't fair or ah, I I don't think I got hit that's you know there's things like that um. So, in the past, I've, I've um, always had fun showing you, hey, this is the Holy Grail. What do you mm-hmm. think? And a lot of times you smack the cup out of my hand, spit in my face, and call me a pleb. It's terrible. Um, like that time I showed you Contra and you laughed at my face. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, but, like, one of the ones I've always been interested to show you was Gunstar Heroes. Mm-hmm. Have you played Gunstar Heroes? I have not. Okay. I don't think you'd like it now that we've had this discussion because it's like this, but I mean, it's not one hit kill. It's like a 10 hit kill kind of thing. Does that, does that matter to you at all either out of curiosity? Like as in how many hits it takes to kill an enemy on screen? I don't, I don't think so. No, 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 no. You like how many hits you take. Oh yeah. That doesn't bother me. Like I much prefer just a clear, if you hit me, I die. Well, I mean, I, I like getting shot multiple times before I drop. It means I can do better. <laughs> um, what did yeah, I... Yeah, like... Pl- like uh, oh, go ahead. I'm just thinking in this, I'll probably end up cutting out this, but it reminds me, and I don't know how I managed to play my way through, um, I was going to say Metal Gear, and it's not Metal Gear. What do you call the Metal two- Slug, perhaps. Metal Slug, Exactly. I don't know how I managed to get my way through that entire game. <laughs> yeah, because because I'm I'm trying to think of like some of the the best of the genre. Metal Slug is really high up there, mm-hmm. and yet you like Metal Slug. Yeah, yeah, I really really like Metal Slug. So I realize we're we're not we're talking sideways about Alien Hominid more than we're actually talking about mm-hmm. it. But this this is what interests me. This little tangent. So what does Metal Slug do that Alien Hominid doesn't? It doesn't do much. The alien hominid doesn't. It's a lot tighter in terms of controls. It's a lot snappier. Yeah. Is it just that? Because okay, 
here's the stunning confession type statement thing. You've never played a video game before in your life? No. Oh. Am I judging this because I played the Flash version on Newgrounds and just looking at it going, ah, this is a Flash game. <laughs> do you know what? Uh, get it out of my sight. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, no, because we didn't feel that way about Plants vs Zombies, and Plants vs Zombies very much looks like a Flash yeah. game. I'm just like, I, I just, I can't. I really love the way it looks. I just can't get with the way it feels when you play it. Well, that that perfectly understandable for me because that that was my exact problem. Is oh, this feels bad. Mm-hmm. It feels really like like I had a lot of deaths that made me sneeze. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> um, I, I had a lot of deaths that felt unfair. I had a lot of platforming jumps that felt unfair. Uh, and as the game goes on, I mean, there's some really cool ideas that this game has. Uh, like there's one level where you're assaulting a train, right? And you smack it on the ass, and it's like, how dare you? I'm now scandalized, and. Then you go to court and you deal with the assault charges, which is a pretty interesting way for a running gun game to go. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie, but it controls terrible. Um, no, so so there's a train level where you're assaulting a train, and you're on a snowmobile. Couldn't think of it. I almost said a <laughs> snowboard, but that's not right. So you're on a snowmobile, and you have to shoot the train while also both ducking and jumping obstacles that come your way while you're on the snowmobile and that's a really fun interesting level some of the hit detection on both the bullets and the obstacles kind of makes it unfun i guess in this the charm plus the ideas of what this is throwing back to and how they put a little spin on it is what makes it okay for me I wouldn't ever say to anybody, oh, you like running gun games, Metal Slug, ain't got shit on Alien Hominid. No, 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 no. Um, but this this is still something I'm happy to have physically in my collection. Yeah. I guess that's really the best I can say about Alien Hominid. It's very charming, but it's messy. Yeah, I, I'm impressed that, like, I'm, I'm genuinely impressed that someone developed a Flash game on the web that turned into this massive thing because it is it's leaps and bounds above a flash game but it still has whiffs of flash game yeah and i think that is to its detriment i think the animation is gorgeous i think like personally i don't see how having played the flash version and having played the xbox version i can't actually see how it managed to breach the Flash world and become this massive phenomenon. But at the same time... Yeah, I, I guess if we could, if we did more research, we would check out other Flash games from that era. Yeah, it, 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 it is highly likely that this is an absolute standout Flash game and everyone was like, oh my god, you can do this in Flash? Wow. Um, well, for a while, me and my friends, like like the personal friends I had at the time, Newgrounds was the alien hominid people. Okay. Like, that's what it was most known for, for me and my small little group of people that all liked this game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know if it was a standard or not. I'd never been to Newgrounds before this game. So, I don't know. 
I haven't been to Newgrounds after this game either. <laughs> yeah. It's a funny one. It's a really funny one. Um, well, uh, I, I think we can still end this episode, sir, on a high note. And that is that Mr. Dan Fulp and Dan Tom Fulp, Dan Paladin, have announced earlier this year in January that they are remaking Alien Hominid from the ground up as Alien Hominid Invasion. Ooh. So, depending on when it comes out, we may be able to start this and end this <laughs> with Alien Hominid. Which would be interesting. Yeah, they, it's, it's evidently going to be a remake from the ground up. So we shall see. I don't know when that's supposed to hit. I don't think they've. these are notoriously like quiet guys. And then pff, they just release a game and then they go quiet again. And then um, I, I'd be up for that. So, I mean, I think, see if I could hit down on my D-pad or my joystick, whatever I decided to play with. And I felt like my character immediately dropped down and then I pressed jump and it immediately jumped I think if all of that was in place, this would be so much better. I, I, the best thing, I, if you haven't played Alien Hominid, which Craig, you said you haven't, um, the best thing I can equate it to is something like Earthworm Jim, where yes. the animations sometimes get in the way of yeah. playing it. And you feel like you're, like, especially with Earthworm Jim, you feel like you're running along and you jump and you just feel like, I didn't jump at that point in the stage, I jumped there and the animation rolled over a wee bit and everything feels yeah. a wee bit shit we had the same thing to say about Earthworm Jim didn't we we did but I, I remember I st again I st maybe maybe it is just you know since we grew up in the era we did anything that has splashy animations that isn't named out of this world or flashback or heart of darkness I kind of have an affinity for just because look at those animations do you actually like Flashback? Just flat out. Tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. As far as I remember, yes, but I haven't played it in years. Hmm. Did we do Out of This World? Yes, we did. Did we not like it? I liked it. And that's where things went wrong. I can see this now. Hang on. Did I like it? I can't remember what I said. I don't think you did, to be honest with you. I think I liked the animation... <laughs> I think I like the art style and I think I like the general vague buddy story, but I don't think I like the game. Oh, you mean Buddy the Thumb Man? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I hate uh, Prince of Persia too. Didn't oh. like Prince of Persia. I mean, it, I respect Prince of Persia way more than I respect Out of This World, but nah, I ain't doing none of that crap. Um... It works great in something like the Banner Saga. I'll give them that because you have all the time in the world to deal with those animations. And those are some beautiful animations. Um, so I just had a thought. Like, maybe it is only certain genres that can deal with well, animation overflow, I guess would be the best thing to call it. Because if I'm playing a third-person shooter... I can deal with somebody taking a realistic amount of time to do things. Like, I realize, you know, not all of Nathan Drake's animations are realistic, let us say. Mm -hmm. But a realistic amount of time to reload a gun, or a realistic amount of time to pull a gun up to your shoulder, or to jump, or to do other stuff, that's fine in a third-person shooter. In a first-person shooter, that would be intolerable. Like, I want the gun to disappear and come back up reloaded. That's just what I want. Mm-hmm. In fighting games, realistic animations mostly work great, 
I mean, that's why virtual, that's whole virtual fighters whole stick. But yeah, in some genres, platformers being probably host among them, ugh, uh, you need some of that animation clip. So we learned something today. We have. And that is nobody should play Flashback, even if it's free. But anyway, that's our episode on Alien Hominid, oh, yeah. I guess. No, um, is... Yeah, sorry, this got off on a little bit of a tangent, but um, to me it's more interesting to find out why we don't like something than just going, you know, like reading you a Wikipedia page. And I do, I do realize that talking about the Behemoth games are going to be way less in-depth just due to their arcadey, pick-up-and-play casual mm -hmm. nature than Supermassive Giant Happy, whatever it is, yeah. games. Like this we should probably explain that the reason why we do that is because we can't remember if it's super giant or super massive. Because it's super... Shit, I actually knew it there until I didn't know it. Is super, it super massive is the Until Dawn guys? Or is it super yeah. giant? No, I think it might be... I think super massive is Until Dawn. Super... Super giant is... I think super giant is Bastion. But we'll forget it in 40 seconds, don't worry. Like... I, I don't mind saying if if anyone is still listening while we're debating this, we have looked this up a million times. We have, <laughs> we have clarified this with each other a million times, yet mm -hmm. on a whim we cannot fucking remember which, which one's which. This is why you shouldn't have two studios named Super Something. Super Happy Cow? Super happy. What a guy. What yeah. a guy. Uh, now you're going to get inundated with messages. Oh, yeah. Asking you to play Street Fighter with them. And they may come from a guy named Jinkai. I'm not <laughs> sure. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so that was our inaugural episode in this little developer spotlight thing. Uh, Bastion will give us more to chew on, and I think even Castle Crashers will give us something more to chew on than Alien Hominid did. It's just kind of slight, and it's not slight and good, it's slight and mediocre at best. Uh, hopefully they can fix it all with Invasion. That would be great, because mm -hmm. I still find it very charming. Uh, other than that, Craig wants to tell the nice people what they can do, if they haven't already stabbed themselves in the ear. If you want to suggest a game, go to www.thebitfect.com find the suggest a game link and suggest a game we will play it 100% of the time unless it's a giant RPG in which case it's 50% of the time uh, no I'd say it's still 100% of the time it's just that it won't get slotted in as soon as possible yeah, it's true it's true um, other than that if you want to get in touch just send us a message Twitter Facebook I think we've got a Facebook somewhere and that thing is dusty Maybe just go for just Twitter. Twitter's ace. I still, yeah, I, still Twitter. look, I still look at Twitter. Or use the little contact form thing we got yeah. on the website to be like, hey guys, I'd like to have your babies. And we'll be like, that's great. Anyway, um, yeah, so thank you very much, Dave. No, you know what? Thank you. This was a fantastic pick. Had a great time talking with you. I'm sorry you have no taste. I know. We'll catch you next time when we talk about super massive happy giant games. Uh-huh. Bastion, 